Hello there, you're listening to the Sort Yourself Out podcast. This week, we're discussing how to reframe the way you talk about yourself. I'm your host, Janine Hunt, natural health therapist for over 30 years, hypnotherapist, lifelong learner, and student of the ageless wisdom. Here on the Sort Yourself Out podcast, and in my Better Than Happy Zone membership, I teach powerful, top-down techniques and practices so that you can master your mind and emotions, free yourself of what's holding you back, expand your consciousness, and nourish your soul. So let's get started. Well, hello there, and thank you so much for joining me today. This week, we're discussing the why and the how of reframing the way you talk about yourself and your experiences of life. Today I'm keeping it short and sweet. I've got a few things I want you to consider about the way you talk about and to yourself and to see if you can reframe it in a way that is more beneficial and less emotionally charged. For example, I want you to be careful about what you own when you think or speak about yourself. So if you've got some physical condition going on, don't say, my fibromyalgia, my cancer, my irritable bowel syndrome. You do not own these things and you do not want to own these things. Similarly, similarly, when you talk about your feelings and emotions, be careful what you are owning or claiming to be. For example, we often say, I am sad, I am happy, I am angry. This is how we speak in English and German. But in Romance languages like French, Italian, and Spanish, we refer to our our emotions in terms of having them. I have sadness. I have anger. I have happiness. And if you compare Brits and Italians, (laughs) who do you think is freer in expressing their emotions and consequently moving through them rather than repressing them? The Brits or the Italians. (laughs) Can you see the difference in the inner experience of having an emotion rather than being it? So this is a really simple way to shift the way you experience your emotions by shifting the language you use about them. These simple techniques take the emotional charge out of the way we talk to ourselves They give us some neutrality, some equanimity. And from this stance, we can recognize that emotions are simply a part of the human experience. We can allow ourselves to feel them as they arise and run their course without judging or repressing them as we so often do. And as kids, we're often trained to repress our emotions, to stop crying. I bet there was some phrase your parents used to stop you from crying. In my family, it was, stop your crying or I'll really give you something to cry about. (laughs) And to this day, I have a hard time to allow myself to cry and express grief or sadness. Now, I want to say that that sounds really harsh, but actually, my dad was really a mild-mannered and loving guy, and that expression he used was probably something he picked up from his own upbringing. He did not thrash me to get me to stop crying. (laughs) I just want to make that clear. 
A friend's parent used to say, stop your nonsense. And again, it's our nonsense, our crying. It makes it so much more personal to us and more judgmental, like we are wrong. But really, we're just having an emotional expression. But in language like this, we learn to repress our feelings. And that leads to imbalances in our mental, emotional, and physical bodies. And it has long-term effects on our lives. So that's really what I want to get across today. Be careful what you own. When we own the emotions or an illness or imbalance, we become identified with them. And that is not good for us. It puts us into victim mode. And it brings up reactions of subconscious patterns of behavior when we try to cope with things. And those coping mechanisms that we learned as a child are rarely the way we want to resolve our issues as adults. So if you can start thinking about and noticing the way you talk about things, both aloud and to yourself, the way you identify with things, See if you can reframe them to achieve some detachment and neutrality. That is the freedom of adulthood, the ability to change the way you think about things and the responses you have to them. Meditation and mindfulness are two practices that are really helpful for managing your thoughts and emotions. If you don't meditate already, I recommend that you start now. You can download my free quick start guide to doable meditation to get you going. In this guide, I provide really simple, no fuss instructions on how to meditate. And I'm talking meditation that takes as little as five minutes per day and you'll still feel the benefit. And it includes tips to make sure that you can fit it into your day and move past any resistance you might feel about starting a daily meditation practice, because most of us have some of that. And meditation is really beneficial to you when you do it daily. It's not so great to just be dabbling in it sporadically. And truly, a little bit every day is better than long sessions sporadically. So do give it a go, as meditation truly is the technique to help you to manage your mind and your emotions. And also, listen to episode 37, Easy Mindfulness Techniques to Start Today. That'll get you going on mindfulness. Really, meditation and mindfulness were the two practices that really shifted my life to a place of well-being. So you can get my free quick start guide to doable meditation at theinspirationcloud.com slash SYO94. And I'll put a link in the show notes. And those are the numbers 94. And also check out episode 37, Easy Mindfulness Techniques to Start Today. Really, both those things, just do them, just start. Seriously, after a couple of weeks, you will recognize the difference. 
And if all of this stuff interests you and you want more top-down techniques to uplift your well-being on all levels, go check out my Better Than Happy Zone membership at betterthanhappyzone.com. It's full of practices and techniques to help you free yourself of all that holds you back and to really uplift your well-being on all levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. And at the moment, you can check it out for only $1. You'll get 14 days to get into the zone and see what it's all about and to use all the techniques and practices and trainings to take your well-being to the next level and to help you advance on your spiritual path. So once again, that's betterthanhappyzone.com. For one wee dollar, you really have nothing to lose and loads to gain. So do go have a look and see if it's a good fit for you. Okay, my friend, that's all for today. Short and sweet, like I said. Thanks so much for listening and spending your time with me. I really do appreciate it. So take care and I'll see you next week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening and for sharing this podcast and for subscribing and leaving me a lovely five-star review on iTunes. Those things really help to get the podcast out there so that it can serve more people. If you have any questions or would like me to address a certain topic, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at info at Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.